Welcome in to Odds Checker MLB Friday video. I'm Drew Martin, joined by John Legaza. Each and every Friday, we're breaking down the Friday card, going over different angles, different uh, you know, trends to try to get you try to get the viewers out there, John, on the right side of these bets. Happy Friday to you, John. Welcome in, buddy. Thank you so much, Drew. Man, you know, I I may be one of the hardest working people in this industry right now. I'm in mid-season form. I just wrapped up Cork Stats. Please, everyone, rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. I broke down every single game. I am ready for it, man. I don't even know. Like, I couldn't tell you what day of the week it is until I see that beautiful smile. I know it's Friday, nice. which means my pocket is probably about to gain some weight. You and I have been really good. Drew, man, I'm not, listen, I'm not afraid when the proof is in the pudding. Uh, you and I feel like the total has been greater than the sum of the parts. So, like, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked, man. I'm stoked, and you know I'm prepared. Let's get it. Each and every Friday. It's been a fun show so far, guys. Hopefully throwing out more winners to come. I think we will. Uh, John's got a couple games he's looking at. I got a couple games I'm looking at. We're going to throw out some uh, kind of theory here to help uh, maybe get the viewers on the right side of some of these games. And guys, always remember, check out Odds Checker. A lot of good betting content, not only in baseball, across all sports, updated odds as well. John, first game here. Uh, by the way, it's a full Friday slate. We got Woo! a bunch of baseball to talk, and I know you got uh, something on the slate here. Your New York Yankees heading to New to uh, what Yankee Stadium here, hosting the Chicago White Sox. We got Carlos Rodon and Montgomery on the hill for the Yankees. Two lefties going at it near a pick'em price here. Actually, if you shop around, you can get uh, you can get an underdog price on both teams as we're talking right now, early Friday afternoon on the East Coast. What are you liking here? White Sox versus a lefty. That's the side I'm liking yeah. here, John. But I'll throw it I mean, over to you, buddy. You know what? I'm usually not a narrative guy. That one has paid the bills. It really uh, has. You want to mention something? Of course, Drew, it's funny. As you speak, like you leave these nuggets. And I think first thing, if we're going to talk lessons, you left a really great one that I don't want to leave kind of unexposed, really, without the spotlight on it. And it's he mentioned shopping around. And people, it really matters. You know, there are different books. We're in the internet age, ubiquitous flow of information. Go get it. And the difference between 110 and 105 is not negligible. It matters. Those mm -hmm. percentage points, they matter. Absolutely. You need to be that kind of cheapskate. I really mean that. So I wanted to stress that. Shop around. Get it. And the other part I like about this is, you know, I wear the Yankee hat. I swear my blood may be pinstriped. But you got to call it the way you see it. And today, this is a misprice, Drew. I think this is the public, right? This is what the public sure. does. And as more states have opened, we've seen an influx of square money, which you and I have welcomed with open arms. And I think yes. one of the places that you see it materialize is with teams like the Yankees that the public loves to bet on so much. I, I mean, aside from White Sox killing lefties, like that is almost enough to do it for you. Carlos Radon has been absolutely insane, and it's really not a fluke. He showed up this year. The entire arsenal is up two and a half miles an hour, 147 ERA, 0.87 whip on the season, K rate over 34, half of a home run per nine, and that's with coming off of a hiccup last time out. He went five yeah. and two-thirds, he gave up four, and I feel like people are ready to kind of bail on this. Listen, coming from Wall Street, we have our, you know, monikers, and the trend is our friend, but also we want to buy the dip, Drew. You can't always expect growth to be linear, right? Not everything goes up. If you look at charts of Apple in, in a close-up, you're going to see down days. When you zoom out, it seems like it's always going up. So people, he has been excellent. The location is excellent. The speed changes are excellent. And the Yankees are not really hitting right now. You know, I, I love them. 
I do love him, and it doesn't take away from that. But the offense really has not been great. One thing you got to circle with the Yankees right now, it has been the bane for them all season is the double plays. They seem to hit into more double plays than anybody. I believe they're the worst in the league. I know it's the worst in the league. Last seven, every time they get a runner on, you saw that the entire Texas series. Lucky for them, the Texas bullpen has not been good. That's not the case for Chicago. I think Rodon outlasts Montgomery. White Sox have the offensive edge and the bullpen to get it done. This game should not be near even money or especially dog money. You got to give me the White Sox for nine. I, I like it, John. And yeah, I brought up uh, White Sox versus a lefty. It has been paying the bills. It's been cashing tickets yeah. a lot. Um, and, and also you bring up, you know, Carlos Rodon, the former first round pick out of NC State. He did go five innings, gave up eight hits. Not sure what was up there, but just like last night, you know, Sandy Alcantara for the Marlins. Um, I bet on him last night, it cashed, and he was off of a terrible start as well. What I'd like yeah. to do, John, is go back and see what exactly happened. Was there an injury? And a lot of times, velocity can indicate was there an injury. Sure enough, for Sandy Alcantara, his velocity was there. He came back, pitched lights out for six innings. And looking at Carlos Rodon's last start, no velocity decrease. So I don't think there's an injury there. That's why I like the Sox as well, John. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm glad, Drew, the professionals are – proactive and not reactive. These things happen. Sometimes good pitches get hit. Sometimes there's a bad call with two strikes. A pitcher yeah. gets frustrated, walks a guy, then there's a hit, then there's a home run, and you miss that in the box score. So you've got to just be careful with those hiccups. Alcantara, was he had a terrible outing against those Dodgers, and so did Kershaw that same game. They both came out more good the next time out. you just got to be careful. Pump the brakes on being overly reactionary. These guys are excellent. Rodon has been excellent. The Yankees aren't really hitting. You know, nothing is really going to change that. There's a chance Montgomery gets completely run, and then even those good Yankee stats you see, you're not going to get because you're not going to get the Chapman in the green because you're not going to be ahead. Once the Yankees are down three or four, you get the back end of a bullpen that's not very good. So there's some more narrative stuff that people tend to lose right there. I think some nuance gets lost betting on these favorites, the quote-unquote favorites a lot of times. So, yeah, I'm on the White Sox full go today. Okay, socks at the uh, pretty much pick them price, guys. Uh, next game up here, staying towards the East Coast, NL East anyway, as the home team, the ATL, John. Want to throw one out here, a big plus price underdog, 720 Eastern. We get the Pittsburgh Pirates, Tyler Anderson on the hill versus Ian Anderson, Battle of Andersons in Cobb County. Uh, total of eight, minus 190, the Braves, the heavy favorite here. And I like the Pirates. I got them as high as plus 176 is what I bet them at personally here. A couple reasons why, John, and then get your take. Um, Tyler Anderson from Oregon, former first-round pick as well. Las Vegas Valley High School uh, near where uh, <laughs> near my condo here. Plus three units on the season, Pittsburgh Pirates. And a lot of people think, you know, the Pirates, one of the worst. I've actually – they're coming into the season, they're season low in terms of season wins in the National League projection, but they're up three units on the season going against the Braves. John, the Braves are down seven units on the season, 10 and 14 at home, three and seven their last 10 games. Does that sound like a team you really want to be laying near $2 with? I don't at all against lefties, just a 687 team yeah, OPS. Right. They're going against a good lefty and Tyler Anderson, plus the fact huge bullpen advantage towards the Pirates. I got the Pirates as my number nine ranked bullpen, actually very surprising. Okay. And the Braves bottom five in all MLB. So I think the later innings favor the Pirates as well. I'm on the Pirates plus 176 here, John. You know, I really like that play. And again, Drew, you, you gave us a couple of good, of good tidbits right there. First off is 
the profitability of betting underdogs, okay, and how unimportant win percentage is if you're paying juice for these things, right? My right. win percentage is generally not great, you know, because I bet underdogs. You're not supposed to hit them at a 70% clip. This is just math, people, right? Perception versus reality. The other one that you mentioned is the bullpen. I find square batters, again, tend to automatically associate, right, bad team bias, have bad bullpens. We've seen a, quite a bit of that. Drew, something you and I have spoke about running theme so far this season has been bad teams with good bullpens, you know, and that's the yeah. case here. So I got to agree with you. I I have struggled betting on the Pirates because the offense is kind of anemic. And I think you probably agree. But, again, it's a, just a one-day set. The one thing I wanted to push where I, do, where I agree with you is just how good – uh, Anderson has been, again, you know, I really put all these matchups under the electron microscope on the podcast every day. So if you want to hear the whole one, two, you can check that out. It just came out. But check this out. The strikeout profile is just through the roof of this guy. Swinging strike rate over 13%. Chase rate is over 33. That's 2.5% better than average. His in-zone contact rate is 76. That's like five ticks better than average. That is generally what you'd see among elite pitchers elite pitchers so we could be watching the maturation of anderson and one other thing you and i spoke about i won't go off too far into the weeds like if you're yeah. looking at anderson's x stats right because you know i put together elevation baskets true something i like to do 42 ground ball 32 hard hit one home run per nine all the things we want to see we see a bower rate north of eight now, we know there's been issues with calculating of x stats again i've covered that on my podcast if you're curious you could check that out as well However, Alex Chamberlain doing inimitable work. He's provided us with a leaderboard with the true X stats that are accounting for this. His bat rate is below seven. When you look at that, now people thinking his bat rate is over nine might be thinking he's going in the wrong direction and his projections, right, are going are going to be going south. On the other way, I think we're seeing the, 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 the coming out of Tyler Anderson. I think he's been excellent. So give me all of it. And again, last time out, he had a bit of a rough outing. I almost like that. Good, good. That's when I want to get him because it's when I, I start to worry, Drew, when we're at three or four consecutive good starts because everyone hicks up. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's just weird. You and I, we kind of end up talking about the same stuff, but it's reality, and that's how you drive home these points, right? Give me Anderson off the bad start today. I'm with the plus money. I'm with you 100%. All right, nice, John. Plus the fact, you know, the, the Braves haven't been that great offensively, especially against lefties, you know. Yeah. Not a very good team OPS at all. Uh, got another game for you guys here. Milwaukee and Cincinnati. Hauser and Hoffman, total of nine, minus 120. Uh, what are you liking here, John, in the, uh, what, NL, NL Central, excuse me? Now, th this is another one that is suffering from some bias and again, you know, I'm just, I guess I'm spending about half the time here kind of calling out the squares, but that's kind of what we're doing, right? Our job is to identify edge and then communicate it to the odds checker nation. So what's going on here, Drew, my opinion at least, is bad team bias chasing how bad the Brewers have been. Now, granted, the Brewers have been bad on offense, but again, something I bring from Wall Street is trend indication. One of the ways we do that is crossing time frames. So when you look at the Brewers as of late, they've actually been very good. Again, I'm using the true expected stats. Last seven days, the Brewers are in the top five. That's over 335. If you do kind of earn run indication and estimation like I do, you know, a 335 X-Wobo, that's like a five and a quarter implied runs per game. That's a good offense. So the Brewers got Yelich back. He's a tide, right? He'll rise all ships. 
The Brewers are good right now. They're not striking out. The K rate's below 20 last seven. The walk rate is above 11. These are what you want to see. The hard hit rate is in the top 10. I think the Brewers have looked pretty good. The public not giving them any credit. And the, Red, the Reds, we've talked about them all year. They're one of the better offenses. And then, of course, one thing I always circle, you know, when you come with me is these bullpens, they have seriously struggled. Check this out. Milwaukee bullpen that we thought would be very good. The ERA is over nine the last 17 innings more than two and a half home runs per nine, and the Reds are not far behind them. That bullpen has been a wreck all season. So we've got two good offenses. We've got struggling pitchers. The same for Hauser. Hauser, my big ground baller, he's having trouble with the sinker. I think we're going to get a ton of scoring. I think we might clear this nine in the first five because that's just, well, that's what it's been. You know, it's been a lot of home runs from these guys. So we want to get into the middle of these bullpens. I think this one, I think we're going to clean up this over. You know, Drew, I've been very careful with the over. So in order for me to pull the trigger here, I really have a lot of kind of pieces of that comparative analysis that I like. I like it, John. Uh, guys, I uh, got one here for you heading out west in a nightcap. So uh, one of the last games on the card here, a big one in the NL West. We get the L.A. Dodgers, San Francisco Giants, 945 Eastern start. Looks like we got 16 mile an hour winds going out towards center field. However, it is only 60 degrees projected in San Francisco. Trevor Bauer versus Alex Wood, the lefty going for the Giants. Both pitchers have been good this, this year. Alex Wood under a two ERA, John. He's actually yeah. only given up two home runs year to date. But wanted to throw out, throw out this stat here. Get your opinion on this. Strength of schedule, something you know in college football, one of those sports yeah, is yeah, absolutely man. huge. In baseball, not a lot of people talk about this, but when you look at the lineups that he's faced outside of at Colorado, I, I, I really don't think he has faced a lot of offensive talent because he also faced Colorado at home. I wouldn't knock that as, as an elite offense. Pittsburgh, Texas, and the Miami Marlins twice. By the way, they were really banged up when he played them. Yeah. Um, the, Alex Wood, I, he's a good pitcher. I just think an elite pitcher at these numbers, I don't see it. And then going up against the Dodgers offense, which has been good. Now, granted, they haven't been as good against lefties as righties, but still that's a talented offense out there, John. And going against Bauer here, 77 strikeouts and only 14 walks on the season. That K to walk rate is elite. 220 ERA here. We're getting the Dodgers at what? Minus 120 as low as. Uh, you don't find the Dodgers at this price point very often here, John. I, I think it's worth a shot on the Dodgers minus 120 tonight. This is, this is again, I'm just beating the squares. This is squares acting sharp yet still being square. The San Francisco Giants being the new hot team, right? That's the new sleeper. Yeah. And they're good. They're good. They have outperformed yeah. expectations. However, if we get down to the nuts and bolts of the peripherals, I could pull some strings of that where their offense has not been as impressive as it looks. Listen, they have a moniker for being like a blue-collar kind of team, and they get yeah. it done at the right time. So I'm not, I'm not trying to knock the team. I do think they're good. But I don't think that they're – you know, a minus 120 for the Dodgers good. That's a that's a misprice for me with Bauer on the mound. Bauer is excellent. Again, Wood has been good. Wood has been good, and I wouldn't be surprised if he keeps him in the game, you know, through the first five. Once you get past five into six is when Wood starts to sputter. The Giants' bullpen has not been good at all. Last 22 innings at seven days, 5-3 ERA, 1-4 whip. I mean, really nothing going on here. Fly ball rate over 48, 11 barrel, and more than two home runs per nine. I mean, that's that's just that should be enough considering what we know about the Dodgers bullpen, which is very good and has been very good. 
that's a misprice. This should that, that 120 should probably be 165, which I would consider a discount for Bauer because you know he's an ace, like you said, the guy's a legit ace. And the Giants yeah. are just okay. The Dodgers are not just like this is not just like an ace pitcher with nothing behind him. They're hitting and they have a strong bullpen. So there's almost no situation where the Dodgers should only be, you know, one one twenty. I don't ever bet blind, but this would be one of those where you just kind of if you get the Dodgers the way they're hitting at minus one twenty, you just kind of take them. Yeah, sure. And add on the fact that Bauer's on the hill. I yeah, like the guys yeah, in the clear. night. Out. Yeah. Yeah, I almost would I think a one twenty is almost a blind bet with the opener. Like yesterday before we knew we had price. Right. Let's say they right, when they listed an action play at minus one twenty, you'd say Okay. In fact, the, the action play yesterday was minus one ninety. I just remember looking at it. So this is completely off the wheels, off the rails. People are people are chasing the Giants. We're seeing the impact of new money and what it's doing to the market. And it's funny because Drew, this is something you and I have spoke about. People feel like the casino knows, and that's not the case. The casino is just the fulcrum of, of the seesaw. You know what I mean? They're just trying to make even money. They're not really, they don't try and predict the future. They see money come in and they move the center point. That's it. It's not, you know, it's a mathematical formula is what I mean. So when you see the Giants closing in on the Dodgers as far as odds, it's not because Las Vegas thinks they're going to win. It's because public money is pushing it there. That's something I always like to talk about. There's very weird misconception about how the what role the casino plays, what role the house plays, what I mean to say. You know, and that's what you and I are here doing, picking away at that, right? Yeah, each and every Friday right here. Odds Checker video out uh, early afternoon, guys, going after the Friday slate, throwing out uh, different comments, trends, angles that we're seeing here. Follow John on Twitter at MLB Moving Averages, or Moving Average at FTN Bets as well, and his podcast, Cork Stats Podcast, a good one, guys. It's always a good listen. Um, also, I'm on Twitter at Drew Martin Bets. And, uh, John, we wanted to throw out one more game here. We got the Minnesota Twins plus price, man. Uh, you're, you're going down here with the dog and the Twins? Yeah, I mean, this one, I wonder, I, I don't know if it's if this is perception. Maybe it was the late list, right? The starter was listed late, and it's, um, you know, one of my favorite guys because he fits my profile. It's not just a Fu Manchu, but Randy Dobnak is going out there. And anytime you get a guy that's good for like a 60% ground ball rate, you could pretty much sign me up for that anytime. Um, Minnesota has the edge. On, on offense, the Cleveland offense has not been very good. Although, you know, Jay Ram is an excellent player. You know, he's like a first-round fantasy guy. He's very good. And Fran Mill has swung a decent stick. The Cleveland offense is is not very good. The The base for this play, though, was was McKenzie. And I guess maybe this is where the public is, is coming in. I've had I've had a lot of trouble swallowing this because, listen, I, I follow a lot of this stuff, obviously. I put all these matchups under the microscope, as I always say. But – Cleveland has a reputation for, you know, kind of creating, being a pitching factory, let's say. Yeah. We've seen it. You know, that Bieber is now oh, a super yeah. ace, and, you know, it's uh, Savale and Plesak. These guys are very good. There's no question. McKenzie kind of started taking that path. So last year, 3-2-4 ERA, .9 whip, 6-12 OPS. Those are excellent surface stats. This year, uh, it doesn't matter how good the training is, the fastball is down a mile and a half. So something, Drew, I always talk about, you and I know we're very big on fastball velocity. I, of course, follow oh, yeah. your work very closely. Once we get to a mile, my antennas pop up. And once we get to a mile and a half, I actually expect change. You know, I don't just look for change. I've seen this happen so often that I, I expect change. And in the direction. So if you see a fastball pop a mile and a half, expect it to 
improve. Carlos Rodon. When you see the fastball drop a mile and a half, expect things to go south. And we've seen that. The ERA is near six. The whip over one six. The OPS, something I always circle that. Again, for some reason, no one provides this stat. I have to calculate it on my own every single day, but that's what I do. 800 OPS. (laughs) It's an attack metric. Check this out. It's the worst the worst, the I don't use hyperbole often, the worst elevation profile in the major leagues. He has a 61% fly ball rate combined with a 51% hard hit rate, more than two and a quarter hormones per nine. I mean, that is completely unpalatable. That's that's just unpalatable. You and I, again, have spoke about fly balls maybe not being so bad, but when they're combined with a 51% hard hit rate, and remember, StatCast uses a raw measure, so... If 60% of your balls are in the air and 51% of the total is at 95 miles an hour or more, you're in a lot of trouble. He's in a lot of trouble. The location has been very, very poor. You know what it is? I think maybe too, Drew, because I do have circled. I dive into the individual mixes. The changeup is a wipeout pitch. I mean, it's one of the best pitches in baseball. And I think because he ends up getting it gift, you know, by Pitching Ninja, who is awesome, and all the guys at Pitcher List who are and are awesome. But I think when people see those individual pitches on Twitter, they think like, oh, this guy's great. We got to go get him. One pitch does not an arsenal make. And he's been in a lot of trouble. He should not be plus money here. You got to give me give me Dobnak early. I want this one F5 because the Cleveland bullpen is very good. The Twins bullpen is very bad. But I could not think we could have a bigger disparity in our – you know, in our advantage, the first five innings. So I'm all over Twins early today for sure. Like the Twins. Okay, to come back at you a little bit here, John, I mean, the Twins, 15 and 28 overall on the season, minus, what, 16 and a half units, you know, using the financial kind of slogans here, you know, you don't want to catch a falling knife. They're the biggest yep. money burner in, in, in the sport right now. Does that worry you at all? Or do you just find, you know, what you just broke down is worth it? Well, they've been good. They've been good F5. Oh, I see. Okay, so you're staying F5. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, yeah. This bet, like I said, this, uh, before I go ML, which I prefer to bet nine innings, I'm now, I have a a reputation being F5 better because of the walkies bullpens, which is fine. I prefer full game bets. When I put this one under the microscope, Cleveland has an excellent bullpen. The Minnesota bullpen is why they're so bad, Drew. Check it out. On the season now, we're over 150 innings, which you could consider, you know, a small season set for a pitcher, right? If a a pitcher Mm -hmm. gave you 150 innings, it's like a light season. 507 ERA, 1-4 whip, 11% walk rate, 50% hard hit, 13% barrel, and and 1.75 home runs per nine. It's a gas can, and they have to roll it out every single day. In fact, I hit Rangers team totals after the seventh inning three games in a row last week because I think the Twins bullpen gave up something like 18 runs in three games or 21 runs in five games. So the the Twins are, are good to start. Randy Dobnek is going to be good. He's not gonna, He never gets beat up because the ball, he basically rolls it to the, to the home plate. You know? But he's going to be very hard to take out of the yard. But the bullpen is just terrible. The bullpen is just terrible. They live in the zone. The, I don't know what it is. If it's trade, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just know what's happening. So I'm not too worried about the Twins with the record because if they're winning after five, I could care less if they lose. You know what I mean? I, absolutely. Okay. So so we we are going Twins first five then today. Yeah. But, okay. I like it, John. Okay, that changes a lot of things then. Yeah, because they're not uh, that big of a money burner in the first five. Actually, a huge difference, like you talked about with yeah. that bullpen. So. 
John, also, you know, we talked about, you know, the pitching change and this coming in kind of late on the schedule here for today in this game in particular. I've actually had some guys ask me because with the pandemic, what it did last season is it really changed the landscape of how these, at least some sports books, go about taking action. Some of the sports books last year, particularly in Las Vegas, we saw them go to our games will be action. There's no choice to be made. Right, now right. some sports books are giving you the choice to either yeah. go listed or action, which I think is the best way to do because it gives the advantage a little bit more towards the sports better. You can actually yeah. choose what to do. Um, it, it, do you throw out there any advice on what sports betters should do in terms of listed or action with the pitchers? Yeah, I think I think it's going to come down to the other phases of the game. I often talk about baseball in three phases: offense. It's right. It's not just offense and pitching. I see pitching as starting pitching and relieving. So that's going to be the point of analysis from here. I'm going to give you a perfect example. Um, and they were both they were both yesterday. This is perfect. This is how often it's happening. Like to your point. So I loved Sandy Alcantara, like yeah. yourself. However, my bets did not go through because uh. I did not pick. I did not pick action. I had. Alcantara to start the that was the, I guess that was the mistake right because I see I knew I wanted him so I didn't want to lose him but it was right. Vince Velasquez and the thinking probably should have been if they replace Velasquez whoever comes in after him is not going to be any good so mm. I probably could have worked that one action now yesterday was a good one where I did go action but it was a tough one because of the juice, and that was the Dodgers I mentioned before, right? So price always matters, mm -hmm. but the offensive matchup always matters too. You knew the Dodgers were going to get Merrill Kelly. That was a really good matchup, and the Dodgers are very good. They're very deep, and the, even a bullpen game, let's say, for them, they could be pretty effective. So you could take the Dodgers with confidence, let's say, you know, knowing that if they get scratched, you're going to get some quality arms. Miami, I just didn't have the confidence in the back in the arms and the offense behind it, something you get from the Dodgers. So I think it comes down to a, let's call it like a depth of confidence, right? A I'm going to call it depth of confidence. If I believe in the offense, if I believe in the bullpen to get us there, no matter what that, you know, that's really what it's going to come down to because if the centering, if the play is centered completely around our contra, like mine was like that play was basically 1000% yeah. centered on him. It was an F5 mm -hmm. play. Also, I didn't really trust the bullpen. Without him, I don't know if I really want it. So I, I think you just got to be willing to I, – I think you, you you put it best, right? Use the option to your advantage, but almost don't stress it, right? If something fits, you go for it, and, like, don't let it burn you up. You know, I could have gotten bent out of shape about that bet, but it does kind of happen, and a push is better than a loss, right? Okay. Okay, I, I go about it, guys. Is uh, I, I, I do all of my bets action unless otherwise kind of I state differently, which every now and again I will, but mo most always I go action, John, because I'm more of an underdog better. So I, I, I usually yeah, figure, okay. you know, if, if I'm like a plus 180, plus 200, that's what I'm, that's the team right, I'm betting right. on. It's usually like if they change the pitcher, it doesn't really matter. It, it can only really help you in a lot that's of cases. The Alcantara it. case isn't the case, but if the opposing pitcher comes out and it comes that they they re-release the line at like plus one twenty and you got it at plus one ninety, that's a huge advantage. That's no, the reason no. I go action a lot of the time. You nailed that. There's not anything to add to that. That was perfect. Okay. Well, John, hey, big breakdown. I know we're up against it here time-wise, buddy. Uh, a lot of games just broke down, guys. Uh, we got the uh, White Sox uh, near the Pickham price. John's got Milwaukee, Cincinnati over nine. And the Minnesota Twins at the plus price, 118 in the first five. I like the Dodgers, minus one and a quarter. Yes. And um, 
Uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates Pittsburgh. plus Pittsburgh. the 176, guys. So a huge underdog and uh, slight favorite there on the Dodgers. Both both full games for me and both action as well. So, uh, John, anything else you wanted to throw out here before you show No, just say if you wanted a little bit more of what you heard from me, I did every single game. I don't, I'm up at 5 a.m. every day before the crack of dawn to bring you the fastest show in MLB that I could possibly bring. So if we, we covered four or five to the best of our ability. I did the other 10 this morning. So if you're interested in hearing it, because again, I you know I do feel like I shine a light on it that sometimes is not always being covered. That's kind of what I'm doing. It's for me. You know, this is how I feed my family. So Drew, thank you so much for having me. It's always such a blast. I always seem to learn at least a couple things and make some money. So I couldn't be happier working with you, man. Cheers. Well, I learned a lot from you, John. One of the hardest working guys in the business. Thanks, and guys, that I appreciate. Yeah, for okay. sure, buddy. Always fun each and every Friday, guys. We'll be back next Friday. Make sure to check out Odds Checker, updated odds. We got a lot of good sports betting content, yeah. guys. Not only MLB, across all sports. Odds Checker, check it out. We'll be back next Friday, guys. Be good. Best of luck with your bets until then.